Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 154 of the Gen Gaming Podcast. I'm your host as always, I am Tyler, and joining me this week we have Jack of Hearts, the, well I almost said Gabe, the Jack of Hearts, <laughs> wow that was weird. Um, what's up buddy, how you doing? Oh man, I'm doing alright, I'm still kind of a tired and exhausted from the work week and stuff, you know, I'm just still trying to recover like from uh, my... Like, a little bit of tightness and stuff, like my tendons in my left hand. Like, I've been actually wearing a little bit of, like, a little support thing on my left uh, wrist and stuff like that for the week. It's just because I've been overusing stuff, but other than that, I have been playing some games, and it just feels really good just to have a couple days off so I can actually go forth and play something for a change. (laughs) Because literally my life has been so far for the past month is like work during the week, work during the week. Okay, have some little bit of time here for the weekend, then all of a sudden go right back to the slog, and it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's awesome in terms of I'm making money. Now it's just the opposite. It's like okay, my free time is starting to really, really like dwindle, and I'm starting to fall asleep early. So it's like fuck. <laughs> You'll find a nice balance eventually. Um, that's something I found as um, I started working more full time hours and. Regular schedule is you. You'll find it, it takes a little bit, takes a few months, but you'll eventually find a nice little system where you get a decent amount of time yeah. to play games and also sleep and work. Um, never really a great one, but it's a, it's a decent system. Um, I'm about the same boat as you. A little tired. Um, be fair, I have been out uh, for the last I don't know eight hours or so um, with some friends, drinking some beer. Have oh. a good time and all that shit. So, uh, I was actually hanging out with Justin earlier. Justin has some things going on tonight or this weekend, so he will not be able to join us. Jake, I have no idea what's going on with Jake. Uh, <laughs> he, he he might be hanging from his neck in a closet for all I know. Who knows? I don't know. Oh come on. Okay, uh, he's dead in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> that was a little much. Okay, I'm sorry. He's dead in a ditch somewhere for all I know. I don't know. Uh, but Jake, uh, he's doing something. No one, I don't really know anymore. I don't know if you know anymore. I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> sure. He's around, though. I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, he's definitely around. He's probably doing some. Probably drinking with some, like, random hooker or somebody found at the bar. Who yeah, knows? It's Tennessee. <laughs> That's kind of what you do in Tennessee. Uh, uh, so, yeah. It's just a two-man show this week. Um, it is the Tether and Gabe show that totally reeks of aw- awesomeness. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, should be a fun show. We do have some things to talk about this week. As far as games have been playing and news, uh, we are about a week out from uh, E3, so that oh yeah man yeah that is definitely <laughs> gonna be fun. I cannot wait for that. But uh, jumping into what we've been playing, Jack, what you been playing, buddy? Dude, I've actually been playing quite a bit of games this time around. 
I said last week that I was going to be playing some new and some different. So, yeah, I have been playing some new. I actually had a chance to get Uncharted 4. Nice. I have Uncharted 4. I got it for dirt cheap at GameStop. Combination of, like, power-ups reward coupons along with, you know, a little bit of saving here and there from the their whole spiel from buying pre-owned and stuff. And, hey... The game has been out for like less than a month, and I've ended up getting a pre-owned copy for thirty bucks. I don't care if it's new; it's great I'm gonna play it. It's a great the deal, was regardless. Wor- the game was worth it at sixty dollars, so you get half that too. Oh better. yeah, yeah, no shit. So what I've ended up doing so far is I've played through at least what I'm assuming is two chapters. Oh man, just from the get-go, the game looks absolutely gorgeous, and this is just going up on first impressions here. I love the scenery. I love the way everything feels like. It's sort of like a cinematic sort of movie, you know? There was actually a few spots where it's like I kind of lost, like, uh, kind of lost a sense of, like, me playing a video game. And it kind of made me see more in tune of, like, actually, like, watching a movie in sort of, like, a crazy weird-ass way. And it was it was pretty awesome for that in retrospect. But, at the same time, it has fine-tuned a lot of, like, uh, previous, like, gameplay quirks and stuff that the previous Uncharted games have done. Like, you know how, say, in the original Uncharted, you'd have random moments and stuff where you would uh, overshoot, like, uh, a little ledge you had to climb and stuff, and then go over the cliff a couple times? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it as much inside Uncharted 4, but at the same time, it, it's just kind of funny how much leeway they actually give you like some of the open parts of the of the game in and of itself to try to deter people from like quitting first thing oh yeah there's, there's been there were several moments when I played that game where I was like I, I took a like a leap of faith and I'm like I'm not gonna make that jump and then it's just like you magically make that leap and like you just catch it catch the edge of the cliff or something yeah you know I kind of appreciate that because it was really gimmicky like say in the older games where you'd overshoot a mark or you would just lose like even like if you went off in, like into a random direction at the like at a cliff, something that you had to climb onto, and then missing it by barely like a couple meters, you know, it's just a little bit more forgiving in that retrospect. But anyway, I decided to choose to play the game like you know on the normal difficulty setting. There are like five difficulty settings. Like one, the basic one being explorer, which is minimal action, mostly story stuff. You know, good for beginning stuff, but. What's interesting to note is, and this is kind of a mini-spoiler for it, is crushing, like, the most hardest difficulty. You don't unlock that, I think, until you, like, play through the entirety of the game. Mm-mm. Or maybe play through hard mode. I'm not too sure. I think you got to beat it once, maybe. I think you can beat it any, on, any difficulty or, or hard. I can't remember for sure before you can get crushing. Okay. Another gameplay thing I can really appreciate is they actually reworked some of the fighting system for the game so for melee stuff it's kind of a little bit more kind of a little bit more smooth in a sense where you're not just randomly pressing the square button just to beat people up and stuff there are sometimes you have to time counter things with a triangle button you can roll out a way of punches you can still kick the shit out of people if you really wanted to but oh man it the gameplay feels so smooth and I literally was just kind of taken aback with the first, like, sequence of the game when it starts up. And I was just kind of losing myself. I was like, oh, shit, I can actually do that? That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> like, I was literally just enjoying myself just going through, like, the first half hour of the game. And it's 
it's so actiony and like all this other stuff. And that's just how Uncharted is. It's it's pretty much like an Indiana Jones movie, and everything else is just like it just leads up from there, you know. But I very much look forward to playing more of it pretty soon. But that's not the only game I've played. The last game I've played for this week is Borderlands 2. However, I have beaten the game. It took me over 40 hours, you know, to go through this entirety of the game in and of itself. I had maybe one or two side missions left. I didn't care. I wanted to finish a game in the month of May. So I went through... And yeah, I'm going to go through a little bit of spoilers here for Borderlands 2. The game's been on since 2011, so hey, if you're thinking about picking up the Handsome Jack collection, please skip ahead like about, I don't know, three minutes or so. That's for pretty much the listeners. Anyway, <laughs> I went through the final portion of the game where it's like you have to try to go and stop Handsome Jack and stuff from awakening the warrior... And that whole sequence in and of itself, yeah, it was hard to go through it because you're facing wave after wave of the robots, of the creatures, of this other stuff. But what was really hilarious and stuff, it's like, it's once you go through the final battle, the final battle you're facing off because it's this giant, like, stone lava creature or something like that, and you have to really kick its ass and stuff like that with all the weapons. Since I believe the original level cap for Borderlands 2 was 28, I was a bit over-leveled. I was at actually level 35 since I had been going through a lot of the side missions. Which, you know what? That was a perfect balance. Because I absolutely hated it when I played the original Borderlands and stuff, and I had to beat the final boss using, like, my level maximum, you know? But, uh, for this one it was much easier. But what's really hilarious is at the end portion of the game, there's an act- there is an option to where, you know, Handsome Jack, he's dying, right? And so he stands up, he looks at you, oh, no, I don't want to die this way. And so, just before he actually finished the sentence, I went ahead and I offed him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really comedic, the, some of the timings and stuff, because you can, you can quite literally, like, stop him in mid-sentence and stuff like that, and, like, just go ahead and just randomly just, like, take him out and stuff. <laughs> And once you do that, it's like the, the the freaking trophy achievement thing pops up. Hey, you beat Handsome Jack! I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. So, my entire experience with Borderlands 2, the Handsome Jack collection in the PS4, I started last year around this time. Like, almost a year ago. I started it, I've been putting it down, playing games off and on. Decided to really go through it last month. And I have enjoyed all of the experience. Well, yeah. Pretty much all the experiences that I've been going through with the game. <laughs> Finally went through to build a character nice and right. Went through a lot of the side missions, which were fucking hilarious. I mean, there's a lot of memorable moments. Even the final moments and stuff of where you're actually, like, comedically, like, just taking out Handsome Jack before he spews any other type of rhetorical, like, funny shit. But, uh... At the same time, it's like, yeah, I can see myself going back and playing the game, possibly to platinum it, but at the same time, I have no motivation to go back and play Borderlands 2 at this moment. As a matter of fact, in order for me to install the Uncharted 4 data, I took out the data for both Borderlands, the Handsome Jack collection, and <laughs> Zombie. Hmm. <laughs> so, freedom of that space, and now I'm playing in another game, which, yeah, man... It's just amazing to me, because since I've had the PS4, I've played through 
a minimum amount of actual physical discs that I have for it. I mean, obviously, it's just because of, like, my interest and stuff, so I think this is, like, maybe my second or third PS4 game that I own physically that I've actually beat. <laughs> but that's going to change soon. Very cool. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. All right, well, very cool. Um, I played a couple games. I'll start off first with Oxenfree. Uh, this is a game that came out in January on Xbox One and uh, PC. Mm-hmm. I've only played the first... 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so far, I am liking it quite a bit. Uh, I don't want to give too much of an opinion because I just I don't know where the was going to go on with it. But from what it is, it is a um, a 2D game with some puzzle elements to it. From what I can tell so far, with uh, it's basically about some friends that go on a island and there's but there's a bunch of high school friends that are there to just kind of drink and do just, you know partying or whatever. Yeah. And just some stuff happens. It's what it looks like, they go. I haven't really read too much of what happens in this game because I kind of want to keep it. Um, I want to know as little about this game as possible. But what I could tell is they are kind of maybe looks like to me they're possibly jumping around in time. I don't know, but as it deals with radio <laughs> frequencies, I will say the music's really good in this. Uh, so far, I am interested in it. the dialogue is great. Um, I like the conversations that the characters have. It feels natural. Doesn't feel like um, doesn't feel like scripted or anything or fully fleshed out. It feels like what actual conversations that these people, that people would have. Um, right. So, so far I am enjoying that. I don't want to jump into too much more of that than that. I'll be playing more of it this weekend and uh, throughout the week, and I'll talk about that more next week, along with okay. uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which comes out Tuesday, which I'm picking up as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I think, I think it's, that game is either going to be great or horrible. But um, the other game, I have, the big game I'm playing, I talked about a little bit, little tiny bit last week, is I picked up Overwatch. Um, it is a uh, online multiplayer game, uh, as far as I can tell, and from talking to people, there's only three online match match types. Uh, all of them basically the, the kind of go around attack and defend. Uh, one's just like huh. defend this point, and the other ones like. Uh, stop them from escorting or uh, help them escort this tank or whatever to this point. Um, another one is it's almost like dem- uh, a domination, where domination yeah. you, know, you gotta you gotta capture three points and you just gain points for everyone you own. In dom in this one, you, there's one point in the entire match, and it's just a battle over that and hold it for X amount of time, and then you win. Um, and there's there is 21 characters in this game. Um, each character is uh, there's no like custom game custom characters it's all like every character is their own unique character uh, I guess yeah it's a lack of better terms there for that um, so some are like very much shooter heavy at like more like a typical uh, first person shooter some are defense heavy some are uh, tanks and they can are good for it if you're if you're playing defense they're great for that some are healers. Um, there's one character that's called uh, named Mercy that she literally has no <laughs> offensive attacks. All her, all of her uh, moves are um, healing things she does. So like healing your characters, things like that. Um, this game, but no, this game is excellent. Uh, from what I played so far, I played about six, seven hours of it. Um, I played with friends probably three of those hours. Um, but I'm having a blast playing this game. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it's online only, um, 
But one, my favorite character so far is I think he's gonna be Torsborn or something like that. He's he's uh right. He's Swedish, I think, something like that. But uh, every character has like their a weapon, and it has two like side things they can do, and then like a special attack that they that you earn the special attack by either just playing the game, and over time it builds up and you get it, or you can do it like, kills and things like that to build up faster. Uh, Torsborn, uh, one of my favorite things about him is he is more of a defense character. Uh, so he, when you if you're like attacking a base or something like that, he's not as good, but I still kind of prefer using him. He uses a rivet gun, which is quite a lot like a shotgun. Um, and his two like two side things he does is he can make it he can build a turret, and um, you can upgrade it actually and make it more powerful. And another thing he does is as enemies die, you can pick up gears and you can make shields out of it, and you can give it to a teammates or yourself to give yourself a little bit of extra health. Uh, when it comes to fighting throughout the game. Um, but no, this game is, uh, I, like I said, it's a lot of fun. Um, I do not regret the purchase of it. I would say it's $60 for now for PS4 and Xbox One. I think it's 40 for Steam. This game, I don't know if, if if I can say, hey, pick it up right now. It's not really worth $60 from what's the content-wise. Um, but right. for, for me, I don't regret the purchase, but I could say that it's... It's not worth sixty bucks. Um, if this game was fifty or forty, I think it'd be a little easier to say, "Hey, go pick this up right now." Uh, I play. I played, like I said, half of it or more by myself, and I'm still having a lot of fun with it. The cool thing you can do is you can do, um, uh, like I said, all of it's online, but you can play with. It. You can get a, a group of people together, or you can get randoms together, and you can you can play against the uh, computer, uh, which is something right, right. I've actually enjoyed doing quite a bit. Um, oh, playing against a computer? You can actually do yeah, that, Yeah, huh? yeah, but you still have to have online uh, connection, and the, huh. your teammates are all actual people. So, huh. um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're always playing with people, no matter what you do, but it's a fun thing to do. I like it. It's just kind of a fun... It's just, like I said, it's fun. Uh, I've been listening to, like, podcasts and music that way, so if I just wanted to... Like, and each game is no longer than maybe seven or eight minutes, maybe shorter. Uh, so it is definitely if a game like yeah I got twenty minutes to kill you can play a couple games of this it's a lot of fun um, and that's kind of how I've been playing it outside of playing with my friends uh, I haven't played I don't think I played longer than thirty forty minutes at a time uh, but like I said it's fun just going through playing it checking out different characters things like that uh, that are fun to do and just kind of see what works and what doesn't work for me. I feel like this game is definitely one of those uh, shooters where you can find a class that works for yourself. Uh, everybody is way different. Um, they all have... Um, some, I think, are better than others. But that's just my own mm-hmm. personal style, and I think a lot of people's other personal styles. But there is definitely characters that are easier to um, start off with than others. Some, like, once you master them, they're, they're excellent characters. But, um, no, great game. Uh, I I probably play more of it throughout the weekend and throughout next week and so on and so forth. At least I hope so. Um, I'm hoping that my... It def- well, you know what, man? It definitely sounds like a game where it's promising in terms of gameplay and stuff like that, but it's definitely a game you probably are going to wait like six months to buy, especially if there's more content available pretty soon. Yeah, it's a Blizzard game, so I, I feel like there should be, and they pretty much said so, that there's going to be um, all the DLC, DLC content is free. There are some elements where you can pay to unlock loot boxes. And all the loot boxes mm-hmm. do is give you skins and things like that for your characters. So they don't really bring any added actual value to make your... As far as gameplay goes, they don't bring any actual added value other than... Hey, your right. character might have a new costume or it might say something different. 
um, whatever. I mean, the comp the company of it. I'm sorry, Tyler. The company in and of itself, you know, Blizzard and stuff. They are pretty much known for supporting their games like years after their release. I mean, hell, this is like what their what their newest IP yeah. like in the last how many years here? Fifteen? Yeah, one of the first one of the first ones they've done in a long time. But um, I have no doubt that they're going to support this for a while. Yeah, I feel like they do. They will. And I hope so because um, it's a fun game to play, and I hope they're. Uh, there's supposed to be some um, more uh, content and more gameplay options coming out, uh, I think, at the end of the month, which will be fun. I'm interested in playing. Sweet. Uh, uh, this is one of those games I'll hold on to for a while just because I feel like um, as, as long as they keep regular updating and adding characters and uh, matches and levels, um, it will keep the game fresh. And I hope that's I hope that's the case, and I feel like it, it, sh- it will be. Um, but moving on to some of our topics, uh, E3 is next week, so... Oh, shit. Yeah, which is crazy, <laughs> next weekend. Um, which is crazy, because normally we have, like, the, the month before E3, all we have is yeah. leaks coming, and really outside of, like, the console stuff, which... We haven't had really too much leaks. No. You know? A couple little things here and there, and we'll get into those, um, we'll get into one or two of them here, but uh, a couple things to talk about before that, um... Resident Evil 5 is a game uh, we talked about this a while ago that Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 are coming to the new consoles PS4 and Xbox One uh, throughout the rest of the year Resident Evil 6 is already out for the uh, new consoles 5 is coming on June 28th for I believe $20 Uh, I am curious are you um, interested in playing Resident Evil 5 at all? The only way I'm able to play Resident Evil 5 is if I have somebody to play it with because I've tried previously to play RE5, like, years ago on the PS3. But it's just that the AI partner, the AI AI yeah. partner in general, is just so dumb. Yeah. They waste ammo, they waste health. You can't really control that unless you have somebody else helping you out, like, co-op-wise or whatever. But if I had that option, I'd be more readily available to play it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kind of with you on that, um... I played. I beat Resident Evil Five when it first came out, and Justin and I actually got about mm-hmm. halfway through Resident Evil Five a couple of years after that. Um, huh. I, I might pick it up. It's twenty bucks, uh, from what I understand. Um, it's gonna be late June. Um, we talked about before the show that really after this Tuesday when Mirror's Edge comes out, there's really nothing to play until early August with No Man's Sky. Uh, so it might be a fun game to play. It might be a nice summer game to play. Uh, especially yeah. for a budget title, um, if they if they fix the issues with um, with the AI partner, that would be great. Even still, hey, if you, I would be more than happy to play it with uh, someone online, play through the play mm-hmm. through it like that, um, just so I have an intelligent person controlling um, the computer character. That would be yeah, no shit, be really nice. <laughs> but I when Resident Evil Five came out, I didn't hate the game. I didn't love the game. I thought it was a fine game. It was. It was a fun game, actually. I would even say um, I, I I enjoyed playing it. Um, there's definitely some pain points of the game, but for the most part, I enjoyed playing that through that game. Um, so I, I don't know. I might check it out. Um, it could be fun. I don't know. I haven't played it since it came out. I think like 2008 or nine. So it'd be interesting checking that out again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so moving on. Uh, uh, there is a the guys that made uh, Resident Evil or no, God, well, sorry, Resident Evil Mind, but the Order eighteen sixty six, um, Ready at Dawn. Those dev, development development team, 
uh, is kind of announced her new game called Deformed uh, with a new uh, 30, 30 about 30 second trailer not really much there's some gameplay show not much though um, of it it looks kind of like a Smash-esque but prettier version of it with kind of a cartoony-ish cartoony-ish but nicer and shinier version of it have you checked have you seen the trailer for it at all? I haven't really seen the trailer about it I've been hearing little bits about it what exactly is this Deformed anyway? Um from what it looks like is like you have it's hard to say because this is like a, like I said literally 25-30 second trailer but um there's these characters and they're like almost like bouncy balls <laughs> and they um yeah. you just fight it looks almost like Smash Brothers-esque I, huh. I don't know much obviously we don't know much about it uh, I'm, I'm assuming this might be a budget title I see this almost I hope to god this is almost like a downloadable thing I look just looking at it for like you know twenty thirty bucks something like that, because uh, I cannot see anybody realistically spend sixty bucks at least from what we can tell from it. I imagine we'll see more E three, but it, um, it's it's kind of interesting to see what um, these guys are doing um, right now. I ho- I'm hoping that even though the order eighteen eighty six didn't get the best reviews and didn't sell amazingly, I'm hoping there's a chance that we might get a sequel to it at least. What about you? It definitely, well, the Order eighteen eighty six, you know, definitely set itself up for a sequel, obviously. But uh, the whole like deform and stuff like that, I'm more than happy to hear about new game stuff coming out already at dawn. Considering they do make great games, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it was mixed with the Order eighteen eighty six, but you gotta remain hopeful with this. You know, hopefully that deformed will be a franchise. Well, maybe like even like a game that'll really hit it off and stuff with people. So I'm optimistic about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, should be interesting. I imagine we'll hear more E3. Um, but moving on to some of the stuff that um, we talked about earlier with some E3 kind of possible rumors and leaks. Um, one rumor going out there right now is Injustice Two: Gods Among Us is in development uh, for uh, a possible March seventh or March 2017. A release, which for people that don't know, is the guys that made the, more, the last couple more combat games, uh, rebooted Ooh. it, and the, uh, the Injustice game was with all the DC characters. Yeah. Uh, possible news that that might be coming out next early next year. Um, what are your thoughts, Jack? Dude, that is awesome. I mean, I love the original like uh, Injustice Gods Among Us because the game in and of itself. Mortal Kombat fighting <laughs> fighting stuff, which was already pretty solid thanks to, like, uh, Mortal Kombat, I think it was 9. Yep. That was released in the PS3. And the, the whole freaking story arc to that entire thing, you know, the whole, like, evil Superman, this and that, man, that was really interesting. I love that aspect of it. I'm just kind of wondering what type of direction that they'll try to take this DC game to. Maybe possibly, like, having, like, sort of a Legion of Doom-esque, like, stuff going forward, you know, maybe, like, introducing, like, classic enemies in the DC Universe, like, Doomsday, or whatever the hell, you know, could be Joker, could be more Lex Luthor, even though they got enough Lex Luthor in the, f- less, not Lex Luthor, <laughs> Lex Luthor inside the first game. Yeah, yeah, the total package is gonna, oh, uh, that'd be super. awful. <laughs> I'd actually that'd play that, so I'd play awful. the game though, still. No, I would probably just beat him around with fucking Batman and his Batarang or something like that. <laughs> Oh, apparently my mind is going to old WCW wrestlers. Anyway, infamous. Injustice, Gods Among Us, man. I can't wait for more, like, news. I want to see some gameplay of it when it comes to E3. 
Yeah. That was one of the few fighting games I fucking enjoyed, you know? <laughs> that was new. Yeah, um, I'm with you. Um, I played through Mortal Kombat 9 and 10. Uh, I beat Injustice twice, once on 360 and once again on PS4, actually just a few months ago. Um, wow. Yeah, so I, I definitely enjoy the um, story that these guys tell. Um, and I'm hoping this is true, because I think it'd be great. I think... I'd be surprised if it really is March 17th, um, March 2017, when uh, Mortal Kombat just came out last year. Um, I, I hope to God that if it does come out that soon that there is some, you know, maybe not, I guess you don't have to change the fight too much, but definitely um, add some characters to it, things like that. Hopefully it's not more of the same. Um, but, I mean, they did a great job with Mortal Kombat X. So I, I feel comfortable with these guys releasing Injustice 2. Uh, I'd like to see actually these guys do something with uh, maybe a different, um, uh, I guess, I- I- IP. Um, I think it'd be fun to see what these guys can do with some other with uh, some other um, companies and other characters out there. Um, Could you just imagine, say, like Nether Realms and stuff, try to work out like a Marvel, like yeah. Marvel, like fighting game type of project? Uh, it would never happen properly? because Warner Brothers owns Nether Realm and Warner Brothers yeah. also owns DC, so that's why yeah. this happens. That's the only reason they got it, but um, I definitely I agree with you that it would be cool if they did something with um, with the, with this with this um, fighting style and some other IPs. It'd be fun to do, or just fun to think about, really in general. Uh, I just think <laughs> yeah, well, that's something true. with Nintendo, even yeah, I know they got Smash Bros out there, but, but it'd be fun to see with that or Marvel, like you said. Um, there's some different um, kind of what like almost what Lego does with uh, their games, but with, if Neverwell could do the same thing. With uh, those with all those IPs out there, that'd be fun too, like Star Wars things you, like that. I know. Could you imagine like all the like, the Warner Brothers like properties of making it inside of a fighting game? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I would love the Animaniacs and a uh, and a fighting tooth man. That'd be really cool. In a Mortal Kombat esque fighting. Unfortunately, we'd probably end up having like Charmed and Buffy the Vampire Slayer fighting Dawson from Dawson's Creek or something. Dude. Fucking have Jason Vanderbeek or something like that as like an unlockable character, and then disemboweling him with Scorpion. Actually, you know what? Fun. I'm totally in for that. If I can get uh, <laughs> get that going, I would totally love that. Um, Dude, this is coming from this. This is coming from like the same company and stuff where I said in one of our lost episode cues and stuff like that from one of our lost like extra yeah. cues that one of my unlockable characters that I wanted to have like in the last Mortal Kombat game was like a fucking like the State Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that was actually, uh, it wasn't lost, it was just, um, it was actually in our bonus content that was yeah. on YouTube, our YouTube channel, if you want to check that out, Jake Gaming Podcast, uh, we did some, we, for a lot, while there, we did some extra content, um, might have to put that together and put that on the, on the show once, uh, for a week off, Yeah, uh, but it's out there, if you guys want to hear it, um, I'm pretty sure it is, it must still be out there, I don't know, I haven't checked, uh, <laughs> um, moving on though, we have one more topic, uh, some Destiny news came uh, kind of came out that there were some leaks going out last week with Destiny. We didn't really cover it because uh, I think if Jake was here, we might have covered it. But I think all of us, including Justin, are, are care for Destiny as is a very small amount. Uh, but the leak kind of got out there a little bit, and it sounds like uh, Bungie is going to announce um, or at least talk about the new. Um, expansion coming out this fall for Destiny huh. are you my question to you is at least for me I feel I'll say real quick for myself uh, 
I have little to no interest in the new Destiny expansion. I haven't played Tekken King. I haven't played any of the expansions. I played with you guys last summer. I played the original, just a regular story mode, and then never went back to it after that. Uh, what are your thoughts on possibly more Destiny content? I'm half and half on the thing. For one, I'm still feeling like I'm burnt out from playing Destiny. Even from like last summer, I still, even though I've tried multiple times to play a little bit more from the DLC content, I managed to go through the House of Wolves, like most of it. Yeah. There's like one mission that's like pissing me off, that's really turning me off from like actually playing more. But at the same time, hey, I don't mind. I'll check out what they have in store for E3. Even though I'm feeling kind of burnt out, I'm cautiously optimistic that this new DLC they're going to release this fall, hey, maybe it'll be pretty cool. You never know. It's kind of better than what they initially, what people initially thought of, where it's going to be, okay, this is going to be Destiny 2 they're going to release, mm-hmm. or blah, 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 or something like that, you know, but, oh, man, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of hard, because it's like, I have some interest in it, but at the same time, it's like, I am, like, a couple steps away of totally just saying, fuck the game in general. <laughs> There's a couple, huh? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's like a muddling middle ground, dude. It's like a moderate yeah, type of feeling. I, it's weird with Destiny is like every so often I go check and see like a price for like the Taken King, um, exp- uh, like package days that they released last September. And I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe we can find it cheap. And I'll look and I can't. Like, I'll find it cheaper, and it's just like ah, a little rich for my blood, things like that. So it's like, <laughs> I don't, like, like I said, I said before, and I've said plenty of times that like, the game is technically fun to play. I don't dislike the game. Um, things like that. Like I'm like, hey, maybe fun to play. Maybe play through the uh, all the expansions. Kind of, I only played through the original story. Like, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm interested this to, to see what the new uh, expansion will be. Um, I'm happy for the people that still like Destiny. I wish Jake was around because I'm curious. I'm curious what Jake had to say about this, and possibly hopefully mm-hmm. he's around next week and we can talk about it a little bit more. Um, but no, um. I'm going with you. It's at this point, it's just like, like if I had to rank it between z- zero and ten, my my interest level would be probably a two or a three. Mine would be probably like an interest level of five. I'm gonna be generous, just say five yeah. because, hell, like I said before, I'm kind of drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, with the series in and of itself. Yeah, so like, I played through the whole entire campaign with you guys and it's like yeah. I remember playing through it with you but I couldn't tell you anything about it like I know I did it I just don't know I couldn't like nothing sticks out I, I know that was just that was just the the whole thing about the initial like not just the launch but just Destiny in general I mean I mean yeah both Jake and I had played through the campaign previously and stuff and we were both like on our second or third characters and stuff like that you we helped you out like throughout the way and mm-hmm. stuff like that with the uh, what you were doing though, but at the same time, it's like it was just noticeably apparent that the game, the campaign, and of itself, as it the state of as it was, it was just totally fucking unfinished, at least or just bland. Yeah, not a lot of content there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, we will definitely see. It sounds like I believe it's gonna be Thursday. Uh, I think it was Thursday evening. We'll hear some. We'll they'll be showing some stuff off. They'll be showing a trailer for that. Uh, which I'll check out for sure. Um, definitely just out of interest more than anything. I'm, um, but I do not see myself uh, being excited for this game, or at least expansion. But um, like I said, beginning of the show, not a lot going on this week. Uh, Justin's out, Jake's out, not a lot of news. 
pretty much just waiting on um, E3. So we'll be talking about a little bit of that next week, maybe. And then a couple weeks from now, talking about that quite a bit. I think that'll be the focus of our... The next couple shows is uh, E3 press conferences and news. Well, you know what? With E3 thing around the corner, why don't we make some predictions? Oh, okay. Well, I'm always up for that. Um, you can do that. <laughs> um, so, curious, not like obvious, outside of some of the obvious stuff out there right now, what are, what are some things you're predicting from this E3? All right. Why don't we try to go like around this? I'll say something. You'll say something. Okay. Then, all right. I'm gonna start it off with saying I believe that when it comes to Nintendo stuff, they went on like from their previous Pokemon announcement and stuff, where we learned up mm-hmm. on the legendary things that they were going to have some more info and gameplay stuff going forth at the E3 at their Treehouse live show, like like either like on day one, day two, and stuff. It's Pretty much day one, pretty much opening up for mm-hmm. Zelda. I'm going to guess, and this is what I feel is going to happen. I feel that there is going to be a new way to like evolve your Pokemon. Pretty much mm-hmm. like a new type of Mega Evolution stuff. Because even when you go through the look at the character models, the animated artwork and stuff like that, there is a little circlet or little bracelet thing along like your either the male actually in the male and the female character like towards like some of the artwork which suggests that it could be possibly some sort of new like form of like mega evolution which yeah that'd be kind of interesting it makes sense and stuff like that but <laughs> that's my first prediction Tyler what do you think uh for me I really don't have anything substantial a lot of stuff I was kind of guessing kind of like already kind of came out like Watch Dogs 2 is going to be shown off uh, one thing I will say is I, I I will bet money that Horizon Zero Dawn will be delayed next, till 2017. Ooh, that's a good one. That, yeah, and that's definitely the type of game where it could possibly happen too. You know, to try to get all the kinks out. Yeah, especially for a game that was just announced last E3 and coming um, with you know more than what we usually see for a game that's announced. Normally, with the game announced at three uh, E3 or whatever. Um, you maybe get a teaser trailer. This showed off a couple minutes of gameplay, and we've kind of well, that's really all we've seen since then. So I would bet money that I wouldn't be surprised if that game comes out um, maybe early 2017. Oh man, yeah, man, that definitely sounds more than plausible. Okay, here's my next little prediction. Things I feel that Bethesda is going to show us actual little tidbits of Elder Scrolls Six. You know. Okay. Because here's the thing. Elder Scrolls V Skyrim released in 2011. They've been obviously working a little bit on the online stuff. Sure, they're going to have some Fallout 4 stuff, Dishonored, but we've heard next to nothing upon the next Elder Scrolls game. And for God's sakes, if if we get some information, possible gameplay footage, hey, that could happen. But that would be fucking incredible because we've heard next to nothing about this and it could take place sometime, like, in another realm and another thing and stuff. It's just, we're due for another major Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Um, I, I've been going back for that, too. I feel, I feel like that's definitely an option. I would, If I was a betting man, I would not. I'd, bet, I'd, I'd be leaning more towards the not happening than happening. I hope it does. Yeah. Um, but for me, actually, it also deals with, um, deals with Bethesda, but... 
uh, we'll, we will see something from Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2? Wolfenstein 2 will be announced. That is one of Ooh. my uh, predictions. Oh, man. I hope, I'm That'd hoping I'm right on that because I fucking love Wolfenstein, The New Order, and The Old Blood, and I would love it if we got another one. I know, and that Wolfenstein game was surprisingly good that I've heard from, like, not only from play, gameplay things from you, possible Justin or oh, something yeah, like Justin that. Yeah, Justin Loman the game, which he thought was so good. <laughs> I know, I still need to go through the last bit. Like, just go through and just play through the entire campaign. I started, I still want to finish it. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Do it right now. <laughs> I'm playing Uncharted 4. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. Oh man, my next prediction is going to be kind of fun. I predict that the there will be a presenter inside the Microsoft like press conference and stuff that's just going to completely go batshit crazy in terms of like not like say Mr. Caffeine level of like uh, bullshit and stuff like that, but like when it comes to like the VR presentation of like what they're going to implement with like a I'm just going to say Obviously, we're knowing that there's going to be a new Xbox One model that's going to be released. But I feel there's going to be an awkward presentation involving the VR stuff, which is going to eventually lead to somebody tripping and falling over somebody. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I would bet it's going to happen as well. I'll go so deep even as to say that we're probably going to get like a Milo-esque type of demonstration. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, my next prediction is that we will see not just something about, but a substantial amount of Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, shit, Like man. a long teaser or something. Like, this game is supposed to come out a year, in less than a year um, before April of next year. Um, yeah. So we're talking in the next eight, nine months. This game's supposed to come out, and we haven't seen anything. There's some, uh, some concept art, uh, which not even characters, just just oh, this worlds that they might visit. So for me, that is a just like not just I'm not even saying like we well, we're gonna see a two minute teaser for or we're gonna hear it, we're gonna announce it or we're gonna show off a little like what's like a video with no gameplay. I feel like this right. game is gonna take up a huge, huge portion like at least minimum six eight minutes and for an hour long show. That's you're talking ten ten plus percent. Of your show. Oh, shit. This is going to take up a decent chunk of EA's press conference. Mm, that is definitely going to be a cool thing to see. I mean, hell, we have yet to see gameplay for Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. There's possibly going to be some stuff from Mirror's Edge, possibly for DLC purposes. We need to see some more battle line, like, like, like uh, Battlefield One stuff. But uh, excuse me. All right. <laughs> when it comes to like. Uh, when it comes to Mass Effect and Andromeda, man, ever since last E3, we've heard nothing about it. Uh, Almost they, nothing about they it. They like two or three E3s ago, we haven't seen anything about it. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's fucking crazy. We saw trailer art, like, for one E3, and then all of a sudden we had, like, a trailer for the last year's E3. Yeah. <laughs> so they've been really, like, just team, like, oh man, just teasing hard when it comes to that shit. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's another little prediction that I predict. I think that Rockstar is going to do a stealth announcement during E3 at possibly one of the press conferences where it's going to be them announcing Red Dead Redemption 2 with, I believe, like John Marston's son as the main character and 
for anybody who pre-orders the game, they're going to get Red Dead Redemption remastered just for pre-ordering the game. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Why I think that is because, obviously we've heard news and rumblings over the past month of possible work on Red Dead Redemption 2. So, what it leads me to believe is like, hey, what's the best way to go forth and enjoy a franchise? You want to play the first game in the series, right? Or, technically, it's the second Red Dead game, since Revolver is like on the PS2 and like Xbox, you know, the original Xbox and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, if there was a way for us to play the original Red Dead Redemption, oh, fuck, dude. That was, that is just one of those classic games where everybody... The more people get to play of that game, the better the anticipation hype for the second is going to be. Yeah. So that's why I think that Rockstar is going to pull out something big okay. when it comes to RD2. Right. <laughs> I, I can see that, especially if it's like for Xbox One. If you if you pre-order it, you get Red Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption for free for Xbox 360. I can see that definitely being an option at the very least. Kind of like what they do already. Um, with like Doom, they gave you Doom 1 and 2 for free. Uh, for back the backwards uh, compatibility goes. Uh, for me, this is more of a personal one. Uh, and it's kind of already been out there for a little while now. But Resident Evil 7 will be announced. And I will mm-hmm. be excited for it. That is my prediction for Resident Evil 7. Is that oh, they will show off some stuff that looks awesome. Um, and I'm going to be super excited for it. And then two years from now when it comes out, I'm going to hate it. That's my prediction. <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going long-term booking on this one. Not just like press conference... <laughs> Like, hey, initial thoughts. I'm talking two years or when that game comes out. If we ever see the light day, I'm going that kind of booking. Oh, man. I like the fact that you're already going to plan to hate it. Oh, I'm, I already am. I plan on loving the trailer uh, next week and hating the game in two years. Hey, as long as it's not rac- like Operation Raccoon City, you're fine. Or RE6. Yeah, if it's, if it's as good as Resident Evil 5, I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, that is my shit. prediction for that. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I'm trying to think of what else here. Oh yes. You know what I feel? I feel, and I'm going to predict this, that we're going to see a revival of Crash Bandicoot. We're going to probably see it like around, I think around maybe 2017, probably a summer game. So I would say like around June, July of possibly next year. Sony will do, like, a little announcement. Oh, hey, here's a classic franchise that you've been dying to play, or blah, 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 for so many years. Do nostalgia applause, you know. They finally get the rights from Activision, you know. Go through this this nice-looking Crash Bandicoot game, and kind of like this classic-style design, only in, like, like HD graphics. And the game in and of itself is just going to be an entire game where it's just the first three games from Naughty Dog. Mm. You know remastering do this you know yeah so basically it's going to be a reintroduction reintroduction of crash bandicoot first three games remastered on one package okay for the ps4 what's up so at least uh, give me crash bandicoot warped i'll be happy oh yeah warped was awesome Warped was the best um my prediction is that the microsoft press conference we will get a uh, confirmation or teaser, whatever for Boltstorm Two by people, by the developers, uh, people can fly. Oh, and man. I hope that's the case because that game was the first one was amazing. Dude, oh man, that'd be interesting if they go back to Bulletstorm. Yeah. You know, it was it was an interesting concept and stuff like the whole like comboing and the shooting and the 
the whole like a dick tits type of yeah. like insinuant shit man i love just... the uh the kind of some of the chain shots you can do it's just it's just fun being doing like super shit like shooting a guy against a cactus and gets one flesh with that shit it's just so dumb but it was fun i never got dude we we haven't had a game like bullet storm in quite a hell of a long time so that would be fucking awesome just to do that type of combo shit yeah <laughs> Um, okay, but I, I think I might be out of uh, predictions. I got one more prediction, okay. Emmy. The last one will revolve around the Legend of Zelda. I feel that during the unveiling of the Legend of Zelda, you will be able to play not as Link, but two characters. You will play as a male character, Link, obviously, and possibly Zelda. In sort of a split campaign style scenario, where you're exploring Hyrule, you're completing temples in any order, but it's going to be like two separate campaigns. Hmm. One for Link, one for Zelda. Okay. That'd be interesting. <laughs> like I said, I got nothing else. That's pretty much what I got. I gave like four or five. Like, there's just stuff that's out there that I could think of. Um, well, hell, man. It's, it's like spur of the moment type of shit anyway, so it's like... It's going to be interesting to see if our predictions come true. Yeah, some I hope, some I hope are not are, uh, true. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, but do you have a retro game of the week for us? I do. Ooh. The retro game for this week is going to be Super Punch Out for the Super Nintendo. Nice. <laughs> Super Punch Out is the sequel of the original Punch Out that was released on the NES back in the mid 1980s and was an arcade game at one point. But this Super Nintendo game, Super Punch-Out, is not as readily recognized as its older counterpart, due in large part to like the fact that uh, some of the game, some of the like the characters are not as memorable. Although some characters like Bear Hugger and like uh, Sandman and stuff, who've made appearances like in some other fashions and stuff, appear inside the Wii version of Punch-Out, which that was a fantastic game. I admit that was a fantastic game. But for Super Punch-Out, you play as, like, uh, another iteration of, I think it's, like, Mac or something like that. He's called Joe. And so, basically, you gotta go through, and you gotta beat all these random boxes, learn the little quirks, and this and that. As uh, a kid, I tried playing this game. I picked it up, like, at a random pawn shop. I started playing it, got my ass beat a few times, like, in the, the middle rounds and stuff like that for the major circuit. But the game gets kind of difficult when it gets past the, the major circuit. You get into, like, say, the the super circuit. Actually, it's the world circuit, now that I think about it. Because here's the thing. The classes are classified in certain colors. Like, blue is easy, green is, like, normal, red is hard, and then you have a special one that's, like, kind of a dark, like like, like a purplish type of thing where it's the special circuit. So once you get past all three of those divisions undefeated basically you can't lose any of those rounds because if you lose one match inside that round you can't unlock the special circuit so once you've done that you gotta go through and you gotta face the four toughest fighters inside of uh, the game in and of itself now to my credit I've only beaten like one of the four I've never actually beaten Super Punch-Out and that's just something I've really wanted to try to aim for. But the thing is, 
The thing is, with this game in of itself, you'll find characters, let's say, like Gabby J, who is just basically like Glass Joe. You know, he's really... He sucks pretty much as a boxer. He has like a 1 in 99 record, which in Boston, that's a fucking abysmal. And <laughs> somebody would be fucking like dead by now. And you have characters, like, like I said, Bear Hugger, who's just like basically he, like his whole body portion you can't punch because he absorbs punches and like, say, Mr. Sandman, where he gets those random uppercuts and stuff like that. Even, like, classic characters, like, say, Sandman, like, even Bald Bull and Super Macho Man make their appearances and stuff. So the game obviously has some fanfare from the previous game. The gameplay is very smooth. It has some more advanced sort of, like, combo stuff. Like, say, if you don't even touch the D-pad, you can actually block body shots and stuff like that. I never knew that as a kid. <laughs> and I only just discovered that by accident a few weeks ago when I was playing the game, like... Oh, son of a bitch. Because <laughs> you could block high punches with uh, when you hold up on the D-pad. And then you can block like uh, certain other punches or dodge them, just going left or right and stuff like that. But it's very strategic. It's like a boxing puzzle game. That's how best I can describe it. It's because the fighter you're facing, you have to learn his quirks, his moves, his special abilities, and then dodge at the right moment in order to try to deliver the coup de grace. I have gotten so good, like, inside the first, like, minor, major in the world circuits and stuff that I actually have the best records for, like, uh, like going through all three of them. So it's, like, whenever... It has, like, a little ranking system from, like, 1 to 12, I think it is. And then I get, like, the top, like, times and stuff for, like, each of them. <laughs> so it's really damn fun, I think, but uh, I know you can get this game on the Wii U Virtual Console. It's like around 8 bucks, like how it was, say, on the Wii's Virtual Console. It's a great game. If you want to look for a challenging fighting game and stuff, yeah, Super Punch-Out is very good. If you're in a mood for a good Super Nintendo game, give this a pickup. If you're bored or you're just trying to, like, try to spend some time, like, uh, wasting some time just, just to get out of summer and the gaming drought that's going to be up on, yep. you know, upon us. So yeah, that's my retro game of the week, Super Punch Out. All right, well, very cool. Uh, well, if you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. We are at Gen Gaming, or Gen, not at that's Twitter, uh, Gen Gaming Podcast. <laughs> so join and like us on there. Uh, if you want to look us up on Twitter, we are at Gen Gaming Pod, uh, Gen Gaming Pod. Um, so follow us on there, on Twitch and YouTube. Same thing at Gen Gaming, Gen Gaming Podcast. So like or follow us on there, subscribe, whatever. Um, Justin does a lot of uh, Twitch uh, streaming on there. On Twitch, he does a lot of streaming. Mm -hmm. So um, I've done a little bit more. Uh, so if you guys want to uh, check us out, we're on there pretty much a lot of time. Um, if you want to talk to us at all, we're on Facebook and Twitter a lot as well. So check us out on there. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. I was your host. I was Tyler. I have been the Jack of Hearts, and until next week, everybody, for our E3 Spectacular, GG, everyone. Alan. Bye. <laughs> Toodle bye. We got a brand new collaboration here. <laughs>